0: the angels are happy that you are here because we are going to be talking all about the angels today. I'm going to be just talking about a little bit of overview of what they are, what they aren't. Also just going to be going over some of my own personal stories about them. And then I want to give you some signs that they give me that let me know that they're actually my angels talking to me and not my spirit guides or past loved ones. So we're going to get all into that. But I hope that I seen you on Tuesday, yesterday, for the Coffee and Cards Club that opened up. So happy that you are joining us. And if you're not or you haven't joined yet, it's not too late. Our kickoff party is happening on Friday. So, so happy and excited that hopefully you can join us. You can sign up at TheRealNeatherDanielle.com and you can go ahead and hit forward slash coffee and cards club. Hope you could do that. The link will be in the show notes, but for now, we are going to talk about angels. So angels, they are amazing. They are beautiful. They are the wing creatures that we see. And the one thing that I just have to tell you right now, just in case you don't know. So the first thing is, is that angels are neither female nor male. I know it sounds a little bit odd but it's just basically Some of them give off a different energy, and that's how some people assign them a certain gender, if you will. However, you might even see things that are online where it says, Oh, wait, Uriel is a dude. Oh, no, Uriel is a girl. And that is the reason why. And you are going to find a lot of information online that is contradictory to how many archangels there are. Are there seven? Are there freaking 11? Oh, is this person considered an archangel? Is this person not? You know, so. That is because of the different religions that use angels. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And so they are neither female nor male. And then we have to also think about, too, that there are, quote, these archangels, but then there's cherub angels. There's all these other angels. I think I go over this a little bit more detail in my communicating with spirit class, I believe. Um, So let me know if you're interested in that but we also have guardian angels and your guardian angel is going to stay with you for your whole entire life and they're not really an archangel they're just a regular angel <laughs> um if you will and so that's a little bit about angels now another thing about them is they have never incarnated here before on earth never incarnated anywhere as far as my knowledge okay and that's the reason why that I don't like coming to them sometimes for spiritual advice, for how to live my life, because I'm like, whoa, you have not incarnated before. So I don't know if I really want to listen to you. <laughs> I know it sounds so funny, but I'm like, can I get someone else that's actually lived before? Because, you know, they're akuna everything thinking everything is just, you know, problem free and everything is all fine and dandy when it's like, oh no, I got real bills to pay. Okay. <laughs> but I also heard too, so many people who have, really embraced angels and have channeled them. And they have said, they're like, yeah, angels think that we're crazy coming down here and incarnating. So nuts, so nuts, so nuts. So now hope you got a little bit of insight on what they are, what they aren't. And now I want to tell you, starting with my first angel encounters and then going up. Okay. So the very first time that I really even I say even felt like an angel with me. I didn't even feel them, to be honest. It was when I had my seizures and I didn't know what was going on with me. And then I ended up going to this medium and he connected to my grandmother. And he said, your grandmother says there's an angel with you. And she says to go ahead and use this angel. This angel's here to help you. I remember being like, what? There's an angel with me? And I remember him saying that the angel was genderless. So all I could picture was this really tall angel because apparently he said that angel was really tall and angels are actually really tall so my great my short little grandma there and then this big like no faced angel towering over her and my grandmother just pointing to him saying use him use him use him and so now I'm like leaving his presence and I'm driving like two hours back to my house and I'm just thinking the whole entire time oh my god I have this invisible angel that is just like hanging out with me and I feel awkward and weird I'm supposed to be like giving him tasks like he's my little intern and I don't know what to do like what kind of tasks do you give a freaking angel like he's a freaking like being of god like what kind do I say hey get me some coffee like I I don't know. <laughs> so I remember being like, Hey angel, if you're with me, um, can you go help somebody else? <laughs> because I don't need any help right now because I was like, why am I being signed an angel? Like maybe other people need more angels than me. Like, and I don't know, I don't want this like genderless tall dude or girl or whatever, or this genderless person, like following me around. Do you hear me on this? Hopefully you were there or you can at least understand the beginning of spiritual journeys. And Finally, I went, I think it was years later, And what ended up happening was I went to that psychic fair that um, I went to when I first moved into Virginia that really kind of started my spiritual journey. And I remember that there were like free classes that you could take and like demonstrations. And I remember this woman coming up and there was like a small group of us and she was just talking. She started talking about angels. And then she was like, an archangel Michael is with you. And I remember being like, oh my God not Archangel Michael. Like I've heard about him. Like he's a freaking celebrity. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he is like the, I don't even know who you want to say. Why is Chris Farley coming up right now? So like a really famous celebrity. How come I can't think of another celebrity besides Chris Farley right now? But yeah, he is like the OMG of God. He's like the OMG of the Bible. Like everybody knows Archangel Michael. This is crazy. Archangel Michael can't be with us because... I am not good enough Archangel Michael. Can you give me a little intern, Michael, like an intern um, angel? Like where is that other angel that my grandma was talking about? Because, you know, maybe he's an intern angel and maybe I could work with him. And then I can work my way up to asking Archangel Michael for help. And so, right. I was thinking that all in split seconds. And then as soon as like those thoughts left my mind, like literally I did not say anything at all. The woman goes, oh, and don't you think that you are not good enough for Archangel Michael. And I remember being like, oh my God, she just read my mind. How in the world does she know that I was scared of asking Archangel Michael for help? Like, this is crazy. So I really had to go through a process, a journey, a path, if you will, to being like, okay, I am good enough. I am good enough. And it was like an everyday Thing that I would have to do. And I would have to just force myself to be like, Hey, Archangel Michael, can you take away my fear today? Archangel Michael, can you help me be better today? You know, and I probably did start off being like, Hey, Archangel Michael, when all of your other things are done and you have nothing else to do. And if you wouldn't mind, could you, you know, help me not be so homesick? Cause I was living in Virginia at the time. So it did, you know, kind of suck for me being away from my husband and my son. So that's how I kind of worked my way up. So if you have any kind of problems of not feeling good enough, and maybe you think like, oh my God, I'm not good enough for these angels, maybe this story will inspire you. Okay, so now that same day. I had an angel encounter and what it was, was this other woman was giving like a class and I do not remember whatsoever what class it was. And she put us through like a little meditation and she was like, close your eyes. And she was like, bring your angels in. And I totally felt them. I felt like at least like three or four angels surrounding me, they were on their knees. Some of them like had their head on my arm and it was just so amazing. And I remember them saying, Like, you know, just comforting me with so much love. And then she's like, ask your angels a question. And I remember asking them, am I going to have to stay in Virginia? Because I didn't want to, I wanted to go back home. I didn't want to do this. And I remember feeling like, yes. Yes, you have to stay here. Like it's part of your plan, right? Just stay here. You know, it's going to turn out okay. But I was so heartbroken because I didn't want that. I wanted to go back home with my family, with my friends. I didn't want to be in this other state by myself and with people I don't know and all this stuff. And I remember just crying. I had my eyes closed and I was crying. And I remember the teacher saying, oh, if you're getting bad things, that's not your angels talking. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I have a fear feeling that I'm taking this as a bad thing because I'm going to have to stay here. I'm going to have to quote endure this, But I think it's going to work out in the end because I really do feel like my angels with me and comforted me over this time. In fact, I feel like they were there that whole time because I was sad and I was depressed that I had to go through it. But it was so funny because as the time went on in my Virginia journey, it just seemed like I was in spiritual school, that I was given this time to be able to open up to my abilities, to learn them without so much distractions or fear of judgment around other people remember when I first started doing this, my husband had no idea what I was doing. He was someone that I didn't even want to talk to about it. I didn't talk to anybody about it. In fact, like I only had my little spiritual people that I went to circle with every month, every week that I would talk to about it. So I really had nobody. And so what ended up happening by the time I left and came out of this Virginia slash spiritual school, I was a psychic medium, embracing my gifts, helping others. It was crazy in a very short period of time. Okay. So I believe it was right before I went to Virginia, I had the most incredible dream of my guardian angel. And I tried to draw it, but it did not do it justice. And I was having my head on her lap and I was crying. And she was huge. Like, I mean, like just like ginormous wings. And I mean... I think that if she would stood, it was, she would have been as tall as like a light fixture. It was crazy. And I remember crying being like, Hey, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And no, yeah, I was saying that. And I was like, this is sad. And then she was like, Hey, she was like, your life is going to change. She was like, basically something along the lines of don't make it harder than it has to be. You know, you are loved, you know, and don't worry. You're going to get closer to me. And ta-da, it worked. And so I definitely keep a dream journal. Hope you do too. Um, and I hope to find it one day in months, all of my journals, so that I can give you all the details on it. But that just popped in my head and I wanted to share that with you. Okay. So another time, which was, you have no idea how incredibly crazy this was. I was in Virginia and I was practicing seeing auras, not at this moment in time, but that's something that I was working on because I really felt like if I could go ahead and start seeing auras, then I could prove to my husband that it was real and to other people that it was real because I could physically see auras with my eyes. Okay. So I was practicing every day, but not at this moment in time. This moment in time, I was in a class, non-spiritual class, class for day job, and I remember looking at this man and he was walking back and forth. He was kind of young. And all of a sudden, like I seen his aura without even trying. And he had this bright aura and he just kept on walking back and forth and his aura would follow him. It was so crazy because I was like, is this a light issue? Does anybody else notice this? Nobody else noticed it. And I'm like, okay, this is freaking crazy. And all of a sudden, it was like this golden light started appearing next to him. And it got bigger and brighter and bigger. And I was like, oh my God, it started forming an angel. And it was just so profound. It freaking scared me. To be honest with you, it scared me. I was like, am I truly seeing this with my own eyes? Am I freaking going crazy? If an angel appears right there next to him, I'm going to lose it. Okay. I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. So I feel like the angel stopped manifesting before I became really freaking freaked out. And she was holding a baby. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, he just, or someone in his family just lost like a baby boy or something. And she was like, yes. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so freaking crazy. Now. I was not a psychic medium then I was practicing seeing auras. Okay. That's all I was doing. When I went to my circle, I was not really getting anything. It wasn't like, Oh, Oh, I have a meal and spirit and he's your dad. And he's telling me all this. It's not like it is now, not at all, not even a little bit. Okay. I wasn't even there, but I had this feeling that I needed to tell him. Now, when you see psychic mediums on the shows going ahead and going up to people and connecting to their past loved ones and stuff like that, that is all staged, okay? They go ahead and they bring the medium out first. They have the medium look around to see who they're connected to. Like, oh, yeah, I like that person and also that person. So then the producer will run up to them and say, hey, we have a medium here. Would you mind staying and being a part of our show? And they can give you a reading. And then they say yes or no. If they say no. They go on to someone else. They say yes. They say, OK, wait here. And then it usually takes hours or whatever for the production crew to set up and those kinds of things. And then they create it like, oh, I just walked in and I just seen you. So when you see people on YouTube and things like that, going ahead and just saying, oh, by the way, I have someone here in spirit. I can't even tell you how wrong that is. That is so wrong. Unless you are guided by spirit, unless you feel it in your bones. If you feel like I absolutely have to say it, if you say, okay, okay you know what angels, if you want me to do this, then you're going to have to bring us together because I'm not going to do this here. Now they will bring your past together. If it's meant for you to share that message. So I'm still kind of new at this and those kinds of things, but I get this overwhelming feeling that I need to tell him that I need to tell him that I need to tell him. And I was so scared because I remember him walking out that door and I was just getting this feeling. If I don't tell him, I'm never going to see him again. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And At the time, I was so nervous to get up and just walk out of class. You know, I'm the person that has to ask permission. I'm the person that's, you know, always following the rules. So for me to bust out of that classroom meant a lot. And now I'm like running to catch up with this guy and I'm like, oh wait, I gotta tell you something. And now I just stopped this guy and guess what I have to do. I have to do the long Island medium thing. I'm the, Oh my God. Like I never thought that I was going to do this. And I remember going up to him and I'm on it being like, okay, so I am practicing my psychic and mediumship gifts. And I had a lot of coffee. So I don't even know if I'm getting this right, but like, first off your aura is huge. I see an angel, the angel has a baby and they want you to know like the baby's okay. And you know, the boy or whatever the, the angel has, like um, everything is good. And so they're sending you a whole bunch of love and, they just want your family to know this. Okay. Like, I'm sorry to bother you. And the guy just like, looked at me. He's like, okay, thank you. And I'm like, okay, you're welcome. And then I just walked away. Cause I'm like, okay, at least my job is done. <laughs> and I tell you what, I seen that man only one other time after that. And I was walking down the stairs that later that same day. And he looked at me and he was like, Hey, I just want to say, thank you. He was like me and my wife, we just lost our baby boy. And Hearing you say that just really gave us a lot of love and a lot of comfort. Like I'm getting teary eyed now just thinking about that because I was like so brand new. I didn't know what I was doing, all those things. But you'll feel it if you ever have to give a message like that. And to this day, that is the strongest angel encounter that I've ever, ever had. And I hope one day that you get to see it too. Okay. So now that's when we're going to get into more ways that this can help you. I'm not just going to share the stories just because first off, I'm sharing them because they inspire you, but I want you to have your own angel encounters. And then if you've had your angel encounters, maybe you can make them better. Maybe you can even share this with one of your besties or the people that you know in your life that can really use this. Okay, so a couple of my signs from angels are going to be 444. If I ever see the numbers 444, those are going to be signs from my angels, no matter what. I know that those are my angels talking to me. Period. <laughs> that's them. End of story. In fact, I remember having to pay a lot of money for a mouth brace for my TMJ issues. And I walked outside the dentist's office thinking, like, oh my God, I don't even know if I want to spend this kind of money. I'm in so much pain, but I'm not sure about this. And I looked across the street and the angel the numbers were there. 444. It was the address. I'm like, okay, that's my sign. I'm going to be okay with spending this money. I can spend it. It'd be no big deal. And guess what? Angels were right. I was able to pay for it. It was no skin off my back. No big deal even though it's probably the most money I've ever spent on anything in my freaking life for a freaking mouth brace craziness that I don't even use anymore. TMI. I know. So that is a number one thing. The second thing is this is a big one for everybody. But those flashes of light that you see out of the corner of your eye that go really fast. And the one thing that I have to let you know is the colors of the light is really going to show you what angel it is. Now, you might also find discrepancies on what colors represent what angels. So definitely goes with whatever resonates with you. Archangel Raphael, the angel of healing, and stuff like that. He's usually always green. You have Archangel Michael, who sometimes is blue, but sometimes he's also purple. And then you also have like Archangel Gabriel, who also comes in yellow sometimes, maybe even a gold color, or sometimes he might even be blue. And then you have Archangel Ariel, who often comes to me as like, pink. So you might have them. Then you also might have Archangel Metatron, who comes as like, for me, Archangel Metatron comes to me as orange. But a lot of times, any times that I see sacred geometry, then I know that that is Archangel Metatron. So you can make your own language with your angels so you can say okay every time i see a sword or a knife or something along those lines that is going to be archangel michael because that's what he carries so i have a tarot deck which is you know using gabriel it has wands and so now anytime that i see wands i think of archangel gabriel because gabriel is one of the suits instead of using wands as in the traditional tarot it uses gabriel and gabriel is one so anytime i see wands i'm going to think of archangel um gabriel And so those are a little bit of things. And I want you to know that I talk with my angels a lot through automatic writing, okay? And I used to do this all the time when I was scared on the plane, going back and forth in Virginia. Luckily, I've overcome my um, plane fears. But anytime that there's a little bit too much turbulence, I definitely pull out my pen and paper and I talk to the angels. And usually... I started off like this, hey, angels, I'm scared AF, you know, can you help me? And then I just start asking questions and then I just keep on writing and writing and writing and I don't pay attention to it. And then when I go back and read it, all of a sudden I notice that I am not writing the way that I usually write, which is using things like WTF, you know, like OMG. And then all of a sudden I'm starting to write weird things like, dear one, you shall not feel fear for We are with you in the guiding light. And it's just so like angelic and just so sweet. And if that starts coming to you, you might think like, oh my God, like I'm freaking just pretending that it's an angel, but it's really me. No, because they're channeling through you. So going ahead and keep on writing, try not to pay attention to what you're writing. Just keep on going. Even act as if you're having a conversation with an angel on your paper, but you're using both sides. You're writing both sides of the conversation. I know it sounds crazy. What I usually do is I wait a few minutes and then I'll not not a few minutes, actually wait like an hour or two. And I go back and read what I wrote and it's so much better. But also during that time, like when I was writing it on the airplane, the angels comforted me and guided me and that I didn't feel that fear anymore. I know it sounds nuts, but I didn't feel it. And any time that I feel fear, that is the first people that I call are the angels. And I'm like, dude, angels get over here now because I am scared right now and I don't want to be scared. Now here's the freaking coolest story that I always forget about. This is in the beginning of my spiritual journey when, okay, I heard that I have angels and they can help me out and things like that. And I was scared to drive on the freeway. And so I'm like, oh my God, angels, 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 I need you with me. And I remember Starting to drive, I'm like on the service drive, and I'm about to go onto the freeway. And I'm like, okay, I got this feeling. Like, just turn on the radio because maybe this radio will distract me. Just to be clear, it did not feel like someone was telling me to turn on the radio. It felt like I just thought of an idea. Like, hey, I'll turn on the radio. It'll distract me. Maybe a good song will play. I remember thinking too, angels, can you please let me know that you're here? Maybe like a good song or something. As soon as I turn that radio on, it's the lyrics to that song, calling all angels, you know what song I'm talking about? I don't have, um, what's it called? "Tone Deaf"? that kind of thing. And I was like, mind freaking blown. I'm just asking my angels for help. And then all of a sudden I turn on the radio and it says calling all angels. The only thing that you have to do when you get signs like that, like, Oh my God, just believe in them, believe in them, believe in them because it will happen more and more and more to you. Okay, so like as you can tell, with some of the the stories that I'm telling you, I was not really planning on telling you them, but they're coming up because I forgot about them. But I believed them at the time, and then all of a sudden I'm just like looking back, and I have all these angel stories, and it's like you can have these angel stories too. Before I forget, right now, angels, sorry, not angels, spirit is really saying for you to even get angel cards, angel card decks. That is a great way to start getting into the woohoo spiritual world without diving headfirst into like tarot or some other kind of weird oracle cards. So these are going to be oracle cards that are associated with angels. You have angels answers by Bradley Valentine. You also have um, angel guides by Kyle Gray. So there's a lot of different angel card decks that you can get out there. And then I'll start getting you a little bit closer to your own angels. Okay. I also just want to bring up the feeling that angels give you no matter what you are feeling. So if you are scared because maybe you think something paranormal is happening in your house, or maybe you are sad because of a loved one, maybe you are just stressed because of work and life. If you ask the angels to come comfort you, they will all you have to do is try to calm yourself down enough to where you can start feeling their love. It's almost like a hug. For me, I'm very you know sensitive with my body. And so I'll feel like this energy that will come over me. And it's almost like I'm being bathed in this beautiful light. And at first you may not notice, it might not be that strong, but the more that you call upon them and ask them and things like that, the stronger that feeling is going to get. And those are the first people that I call anytime that I feel like, okay, is there a spirit in my house or did this just happen? Is that a past loved one or is that a spirit? Like, I'll be like, angels, take care of it, okay? Take care of it because I'm scared right now. And I have done it before. You might've heard the story before, but yeah, I think that something followed me home from one of the houses that I was at doing readings and stuff. And I'm not saying it was anything really bad or anything else. It's just something I didn't want in my house. I didn't understand it. So I was like, no, you got to get out. And I didn't say it with enough intention. You know, I said it more like, oh, can you get out? like, I really don't feel like talking right now. And so the thing that the spirit must have stayed around. And it woke me up in the middle of the night. And I remember um, waking up and I was scared. Now I know you might be even scared just thinking about, what I was going through. But the thing is, is that spirits, ghosts, whatever, past loved ones, you know, they're just invisible. They're just like people. So we have to have boundaries with physical people. We have to have boundaries with the spiritual world. You know, they just didn't know that they can't come over at two o'clock in the morning and freaking come in my bedroom when I'm freaking sleeping like creepers, you know? So I was like, you got to get out. Archangel Michael, escort him out. And then I was like, and all the other angels who weren't busy. I need you all up here. Because guess what? I am scared right now. And I don't like this feeling. I'm feeling this fear and I need you to take it away from me. And then it was just like, I got distracted a little bit with some of the thoughts. And then all of a sudden, when I felt my body again, all that fear was gone. And now that's how I know that it was angels because I asked and then it happened. So don't keep on thinking that's coincidences because you might say, oh, yeah, Heather, you asked them, but then you took your mind off of it and then it went away. So it it wasn't the angels. It was because you got distracted. And no. Like, I guess you could see it that way if you wanted to go ahead. If you do, I don't see it that way because I see it as I ask them and then they helped me get distracted. They helped me get my mind off for a few minutes and that allowed me to feel their energy and also calm down a little bit more because it would have been just as easy for me not to be distracted by it and for me to keep on harboring, you know, and maybe even making my fear worse. I could have went down over here, but hole. I could have been like, is there other spirits here that I don't feel? You know, like could I have done that? Yes. So I hope that this doesn't scare you. I hope that more than likely that it just really helps put some things in perspective. It helps to give you some ideas on angels, how you can use them, and also how some of this stuff, this woo hoo stuff, this angel stuff, the spirit stuff, is not that crazy. Hopefully, I'm bringing it down to earth for you a little bit to where you're, it doesn't scare you. Like, yeah there was a spirit that I couldn't see inside of my bedroom. But guess what? You know, I just have to have boundaries with it. I just have to be assertive. I have to be confident. I have to set my intention. Like you're not allowed here because get this. let's say that there was a physical person. Let's say it was my cousin. Okay. And my cousin came into my house and he's like watching me sleep. Maybe he's weird like that. Maybe he likes that. And Like, hello, I need to set that boundary with him and be like, um, no, you're not allowed to come over here. Um, more than likely other people understand that, but you don't understand it because guess what? You are in my freaking bedroom right now. So I would say to my physical cousin who is living, like, hey, you gotta go. You can't come in my house at two o'clock in the freaking morning and then watch me sleep. And so it's gonna be the exact same thing with invisible freaking spirits. It just freaks you out a little bit more because you can't see them and maybe you don't know who they are. So hopefully, hopefully I didn't freak you out even more. And I hope that it just like brought a little bit of perspective, made you feel not so bad. And you can do the same thing with your kids and things like that. Tell them like, hey, they're just people without bodies. Okay, that's it. And somehow they're drawn to you Pa, because, you know, they like you for some reason. And that's not a bad thing sometimes. But if you are having any kind of trouble with spirits in your house, with your kids or whatever, just reach out to me. Send me an email at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. All right we will see you on friday for the coffee and cards club kickoff party definitely sign up and i will see you if you have any questions definitely reach out to me and i will see you then